Are they on Starlink? No, they got to have no. some. <laughs> no, we're not on Starlink. <laughs> Jeremy Eat World. Good morning. Mike, oh, when you um, sign up, you when you schedule these, you don't even have to schedule Rumble anymore. It's it was a, working for a while. Oh, it was? Yeah. You remember it was, and then something was up. I, th- I think it needs to be refreshed all the time or something. It does go over there automatically, which is nice. I yeah. think they're, they're all just, they just post over there, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. They still work even with that pop-up. Oh, they do? Yeah. All of our shows have still been there. Oh, I know. But is it streaming live over there? Oh, oh great, great question. I don't know. Does anybody use Rumble? How many Rumble views do we get? The guy, one of the Nelk boys, I someone told me just signed it. Was it maybe you told me just signed a big contract over there after he got kicked off of YouTube? Mm, oh, Steve will do it, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's right here. Yeah, three hundred and eighteen thousand views from a day ago. That's like everybody on Rumble. I right. <laughs> yeah, he's got the whole audience. Him and Russell. <laughs> Dude, I saw this thing last night that I started researching, and it kept me up too late. Uh oh. I couldn't find any truth to it. Well, I found some truth to it, but not not the whole kitten caboodle about mosquitoes that are being released in Texas and Florida. Being released? Yeah. The the, the first article I saw is that basically what these these mosquitoes had a, the vaccine in them. So if they bite you, you get the vaccine. And when I researched the story, it wasn't quite like that. There was it was like it was like fifty percent true that. But it was weird. I thought I spent too much time on it, but but I but I not but I, I never got anything that I could report. I never found anything like I was like, okay, this is the truth. Yeah, definitely some mosquitoes were released in Florida and in Texas that were experimental that were injected with something. How it affects us humans, I'm not sure. That seems sketch. Yeah, very right. Mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Did you get those DMs that were talking about all the kids that were on prescription jugs that like went suicidal or killed their families? Yes. Yes. What the fuck was that about? Is that true? I was just reading it before we came on and I was going to ask Caleb, like, has he heard of this or anything? Like, what is happening? So, no, so you, you have heard it, Caleb? No, no, I did not. I didn't do much research after what I read, but I can pull it up quick. So, so when I was, um, when I was going to UC Santa Barbara and I was making that show, Ivy TV, there was that one night that I was filming and that guy, while I was there, a guy pulled up in his fucking Audi or Saab, I can't remember. And he, and he just drove his car into the crowd and he killed five people, but dead bodies. And when he jumped out of the car, he said, I'm the angel of death. I did this on purpose. I mean, that kid was like on all sorts of fucking, uh, prescription you know, antipsychotics and shit like this. Yeah. So like yeah. there becomes a, like if, if, if 80% of the people on the road are stoned, it's so easy just to blame weed for accidents, right? There, there's no like good baseline. And so it's like, I think there's so many people on drugs these days, pharmaceutical drugs. I mean, yeah, I think this is, I think this, I suspect this is true, but what does it mean? I don't know. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it's, it's just like everybody's on drugs. So anytime I yeah. ask committed, you could easily point out their prescriptions, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know what I, someone told me the other day in 1952, there were, there were like zero killings. Uh, there were zero mass shootings. 
And yet at that point was the largest um, amount of guns in people under the age of 18's hands because there was, uh, it was, it was kids were allowed in 1952. There was, there were shooting classes in schools and kids would bring their 22 rifles to school. I'm, I'm, I'm oversimplifying the story. Yeah. So there, it, everything's gotten, I don't want to say complex. It's easy. I think there are some really strong correlates out there that are pretty easy to understand but I'm just not sure which they are right now. I mean, obviously you need parents who fucking love you. Yeah, for sure. And who, I mean, this is only looking at their prescription drugs. Like what's their family like life? Did they experience trauma early on? Like there's so much missing information from this that it, it just seems a little weird. Yeah. Like it's like, Oh, favorite haunt or whatever. It's like, yeah, I'm sure so- there is, that's part of it. But you can't just say like, oh, prescription drugs are the reason. Uh, um, it's like uh, also it's like I feel like I don't know what the number is, but probably like 90 percent of the people send their kids away from them eight hours a day. Yeah, I believe that. Did you see and- that working um, post about sending their kids out for eight to ten hours a day? No, what you mean, like away from the parents? Yeah, for like, like we never outsourced anything until recently, and now we have this problem with outsourcing things. No, I'd love to see it. Uh, I, I, it's funny you say that. I will. I got six hours of uninterrupted sleep last night. I think one time I woke up in the middle of the night because I had my arm in a bad position, my shoulder started hurting, but I had like some of the best sleep I ever had last night. Not enough, but fuck, I slept good. Yes. I enjoyed this 7 a.m. start. I was I was liking it. I feel awake this morning. As opposed to 6.30? Yeah. I don't know why. It's just that little extra. Well, I was up super late on Friday nights. Last night I went to bed real early, so. Okay, let's see this. My kids about this, right, about the trip. Because um, we're going from a six-star resort in Dubai to a zero-star city. You know, no running water, nothing. In Tough. Mongolia, you know. What and, a great education for your kids. Exactly. You know, because uh, homeschool is something that was just invented. This is brand new shit, right? I mean, from, from the inception of our being, we never outsourced eight to 10 hours a day of our kids going to learn values. We mm-hmm. never did this thing, right? We brought them along with us to hunt, to build, to protect, to fight, to persevere, to, to model, right? And, and so we recently started outsourcing this job. And so I, I'm like, okay, if I can take my kids to the Amazon, to Africa, to New York, to Las Vegas, and I really wish they were here today, yeah, right? Because I always say what we do is far more important than what we say. Mm-hmm. I want to show you guys how to do this stuff. Yeah, that's how they get an education. It is. You ask my kids. About- yeah, it's so weird. I was just thinking this morning, it, just as we came on the show, there was a time when I didn't understand uh, homeschooling. And I know I'm a bit of a, um, you know, as Mr. Vellner says, absolutist, but the thought of sending my kids away now to let someone else teach them, I just, what was I thinking? And I know so many people still do it. I, I need to talk to someone who homeschooled their kids and then like two years later started sending them to school, how they do it. It's I mean, so it weird. Just, it depends on the school. You got to vet the school. I, I don't think the problem's outsourcing, quote unquote. I think the problem is parents just aren't fucking paying attention. They aren't doing their due diligence. They aren't I don't, going I don't inside. Know, dude, it's kind of like, why did you have, but Matt, why did you have kids if you didn't want to raise them? Because, dude, it costs a fucking lot of money to live here. 
And I most agree, people but they have don't, but too many stakes, like their mortgage and their payments to their credit cards and their cars right. and everything to have one parent at home. So that I, I just view it as a luxury. I don't think it's something that we should like blast people on because you could still vet a school system thoroughly. You could still be thoroughly involved. But in why, your kids I education. agree, but why? So, so, so like I want another dog so bad. I want a great Dane so bad, but a great Dane to raise rights, like a thousand bucks a month, probably. You got it. You, 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 you put more poop bags, um, all the raw food you're going to feed him. And then mm -hmm. the eventual pet vet bills that are coming because they're such fucked up genetic dogs. So I'm not getting one. Like why have a kid? Like what's your motivation to have a child? If you're not going to raise it, if you're going to send them to someone else to educate. I mean, wouldn't it be the same motivation as everybody else who has kids to progress their lineage and progress society i mean you may not have everything to be able to teach them yourself or keep them around you or all those other things like right you know, a lot of people i went to high school with all of their parents were working two three jobs during yeah. the day and they had no other opportunity so they have to go to school they have no opportunity to be with their parents while they work at fucking waffle house all day they have to send them somewhere to be babysat and learn things and just hope that whenever they come home that they can spend as much time as they can with them. So you just want you, – you're so determined. To, like so I had kids just because my wife wanted them. That was like – it was that simple. <laughs> um, and I assumed that we would just send our kids to school and just do everything that everyone else did. I just assumed that – I just – I don't know. I just never thought of it. So I guess what Caleb is saying is is – People have kids because they want to continue the family name, the Matosian name. So you have kids and you don't they want to give them something that they, they, that they themselves as the, as the parent didn't have. They want to give them the education that they didn't have, or they don't want to give them uh, a future that they can lord to. I, 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 he broke up. What did he say? I don't know. I couldn't catch that either. He wants to give them a, like a new future, like something to look forward to. The parents want to give the adults. Yeah. The parents want to give the kids something to look forward to. Here's the thing. And this is pretty uh, self-righteous of me to say, but I don't think any of you out there who send your kids away to school, I think if you homeschooled your kids, you would have the same awakening that I had. Like, oh, shit, what was I doing? Because we sent Avi to school for two years. And now that we're homeschooling, it's kind of like you just wake up one day. And you're just like, from that, and you're like, how the fuck did I do that? It's the same thing with having babies at home. You you think it's absolutely batshit crazy, and then you have the baby at home. And my one of the first things my wife said is, holy shit, people thought I was brave. The brave, brave people are the people who really go to the hospital. That's actually that that's what the bravery is. Because after you have the kid at home, like you just stay there. You just you're just there. You're done. The thought of going somewhere after you have a baby, like getting in a car, is fucking repulsive. Get you, do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, when you're on mushrooms and you got to go into 7 Eleven to get something, <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? It's just you feel disgusting when you go in there. You know what I'm talking about? I actually do, yes. <laughs> and you're like, what is this place? I can't this be is in here. so gross. Yeah, I can't be in here. Yeah. That's what it's like after you have a kid that thought of putting your kid in a car, a baby seat. Well, you're I like, will. You're I like, will what say the fuck? This about the homeschooling, the total like perception of it has changed dramatically since I was in school. You were always the homeschooled weirdo trying to assimilate. Oh, you and think it has changed or you think we're just getting old? 
like because I agree with you. I but I think I, we just, I no, just got old I, and weird myself. I just myself. feel like in the gym and everything else, like you hear so many parents doing like a homeschool or like a hybrid or looking for alternatives, especially when the when the COVID, like when all those um, what do you want to call them? mandates and all that stuff started to come down the pipeline. And then people yeah. realized how little control over what their kids do they had. And so I think that was a, a scary wake up call when they're like, Oh wait, we sent them to this place to get educated. We think it's all good. And now all of a sudden they're putting all these regulations and different things that we don't necessarily agree with. And they're like, you either agree with them and do it or figure something else out. And so I think that was a little bit of a wake up call, but I, I think that those, now that those have gone away, it's, it's coming back down again and people are a little bit more comfortable with it than they were when there was a mask policy. Oh, right. A little more comfortable with homeschooling. Mm-hmm. It, the thing is also is you kind of have to change your um, – you kind of have to change your per- perspective on how kids learn too. At, at, this po- at, the, at this point, you can just protect your kids from shit and, and they'll be fine more than like actually you – were, You were in public school, right? Yeah. And did you oh, go to like totally. daycares and stuff like that? All I mean, that. Your mom was a lawyer and your dad was yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. I was, yeah, I was not too. raised. Yeah, I was, I was go to school. Uh, I was walk a mile to school from a young age. I don't know, first kindergarten, first grade, walk a mile home, go straight to my babysitter's house, mm-hmm. stay there until it was dark. My mom comes and picks me up, feeds me and go to bed. Not, yeah. That was my life. And and then finally, when I was like seven or eight, I think my mom even, we stopped the babysitter and I would just go home. And I had an older sister, a couple years older. That shit was crazy. Yeah, in hindsight, it was crazy, crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you were at home and you guys are responsible for yourselves. But yeah, my I was the same way, but my parents were like really involved. Like they knew all the teachers. They spent time there. Like even though they, I mean, they had to work and they both had full time jobs to make it out here in the Bay Area. Like I see a lot of people in the comments like, oh, we make it work. We make it work. Yeah, in the middle of fuck nowhere, Kansas, you're going to make it work. Of right. course. Yeah, no problem, bro. But you come out here to the Bay Area when it's, you know, your whole entire annual salary just to stay in some small apartment. It, the, it changes quite a bit. But my parents were always stayed super involved. My mom knew all the teachers. We had parent-teacher conferences outside of what was the norm. She really invested her time into understanding what was going on at the daycare. Same with my dad. So there still is a level of involvement and control you can have even if you're, quote-unquote, outsourcing your children being raised. Uh, home birth is not for everyone. I had a friend lose their baby during a home birth. If they had gone to the scary hospital, their baby would be alive. No, actually, uh, home birth is for everyone. It, 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 you have it backwards. Home birth is for everyone. The hospital is not for uh, everyone. I want to tell you, I, I bet you uh, 90%, I'm just making this up completely out of nowhere. 90% of the babies that don't breastfeed or that are born through cesarean section their, or their life is short, the, the opportunities of their life uh, in the first week of their life where so much good shit can happen is shorted is because of bad advice from doctors. Giving the baby Pitocin, giving the woman the epidural, uh, cesarean section, taking, I mean, you know what would have happened to one of my babies? One of my babies was born not breathing. I thought it was dead. If that would have been at the hospital, my baby would have been taken away from my wife and uh, the baby would have never been allowed to breastfeed. Instead, they resuscitated my baby at home and my baby was breastfeeding in 90 seconds. Dude, the baby died. Dude, tons of babies die in hospitals too. That, that's my, my point. Like you, um, uh, Jody Lynn, easy, Sevon. Uh, remember, we're all trying to do the best we can with our kids. Uh, don't school shame your audience. It, 
I'm absolutely not. I'm, I'm, um, I, I'm a hundred percent not. I mean, you have to, I just told you, I sent my kids to school. I just, I, I went to school. It's not like that at all. It, it's just a sensitive conversation. It's like, it's like uh, giving, um, it's just, it's just like the home birth thing or the breastfeeding thing or all those things. I, I, I can't help it. It's just, it's just, it's just the right way to do things. And if you want to argue that it's not, or that, you know, someone who died or, Hey, there's people who got in car accidents who wearing the seatbelt killed them. You know that, right? And that if they wouldn't have been wearing a seatbelt, it would have saved their lives. It's just not the vast majority. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Um, I'm, 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 I'm just telling you what it, what it, what it looks like. Whenever you're gonna break, uh, breastfeeding doesn't matter if there isn't a baby. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is like anyone can say any. Like I had a baby in a hospital in California, and there was an earthquake, and it killed the baby. Like okay. So don't have babies in California. I don't, I don't know what you're saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Outliers that, that, yeah. And, and you know what is eventually going to happen probably is there's going to be so many C-sections, so many cesareans that eventually we're going to start breeding for women who, who uh, can't give birth. I'm just, I'm just, uh, there's, it, I, I, know, I know it's sensitive. There's no, I'm not shaming anyone. Send your kids to school. I sent my kids to school. I went to school. I bet you those two guys next to me all went to school. I'm not shaming my mom for it. I think it's whenever you push back, not like you, but whenever anybody pushes back against like a societal norm that a lot of people may be in the back of yeah. their mind, like agree with yeah. you with, but they don't yeah. have the circumstances to do it. Or they just, or maybe they do and they just want to keep saying they don't. They just don't want to like, it's not um even more. So they're going to get more sensitive about it because you're tapping a yeah. nerve, right? Like they know yeah. it's, they know it's true or maybe they agree with you, but they can't or they won't, whatever the situation yeah. may be. So then that, then that comes out as to like, this is, well, it's your fault. It's your fault. Like you can see how quickly like people have uh, taken it, not, not personally, but obviously the comment section is a little bit more sensitive towards this issue than we have before. Like someone's like, it's not our fault. You live in California. It's like, it's not, it's no one's fault. There's no yeah, fault just, there. I'm just, yeah. I'm just relaying the situation yeah. and the circumstance. That's all. Yeah. And Hey, my kids might turn out like shit. Tom Payne said in the comments yesterday, like, Hey dude, you haven't, you don't know shit. Basically your kids are still young. Uh, Dick butter attacking my character, but there's no hiding. Sevon <laughs> loves the smell of it, smelling his own farts. That is true. And the <laughs> worst, they, and the worst they smelled, the, the more I like him. I know it's fucked. I don't know. I, yeah, exactly. take that take that into consideration when you think that I also you know and and I don't even give birth. Uh, <laughs> why is vaginal birth better, like mucus or something? Curious because I have a shit back. They always say that. By the way, they always say you need a C section. That's that they always say that. They always say that it's illegal in the state of it's it's illegal in the state of California um, to for women to give birth to twins at home. It's illegal in the state of California to give birth to babies who are two weeks past their uh, gestation date. Is that did I use that word right? Gestation. Why is it illegal? <laughs> baby safety, dude. If but, you but damage you the baby, if you damage the baby when it's 12, you can't chop off its penis. <laughs> hey, do you think that yeah, um, I didn't enjoy shitting in the van? I, I did not <laughs> enjoy shit. Hey, you want to know what's crazy, Jay? One of my kids told I heard one of my kids tell some other kids that story. That Oh, our dad shit in the van once. I, I, and I did not like that. 
I did not like that at all. Uh, been watching CrossFit for years and never thought I would could get involved. Thanks to you guys making it seem so accessible to average people. I signed up to my affiliate and did my first class yesterday. Holy shit. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. That is crazy. Awesome. That is crazy. Awesome. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. Can you keep us posted on that? I want to know how that goes. Did you use code seven when you signed up there? Did you get yeah, the affiliate. off your first month? <laughs> Hey, do you think that uh, by not sending, because uh, we talked about this last time and you were like, hey, like I didn't really, up to a certain point, I didn't learn shit in public school. I just learned how to manipulate the system. The first four or five years word. were great. The first four or five years were great. Like I really learned a lot, kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth grade. And then it just became uh, just fucked up. I mean, I still had fun because I, because you don't, it's like, it's like getting beaten or molested by your parents. You don't know it's bad until it's like, it's until like, you know, you can just ignore it. Yeah. yeah, This isn't normal. Well, do you think that there's a certain thing that a certain piece that uh, the boys would be missing without understanding how to kind of game the system and and work their way through it? Cause that's what I wonder. Cause I, cause so I was the same way I was, I had sold a little bit at school at the beginning and then I just completely fell off the cliff and they kept yeah. taking, Oh, well, he's got ADHD and he, they kept testing me again and again and yeah. tried to put me on meds. But my dad was adamant. He was like, yeah, it's not fucking happening. Like, it doesn't matter what the tests say. And I would always like straighten up and be like, okay, I got to pay attention to this because they're testing me here. Then I would do well, but I ended up going to uh, like the Solvin learning center where they have one. It's like, it's one teacher for three kids. Yeah. And all of a sudden, my learning started to accelerate a lot. And then they had to talk to my parents. They're like, hey, he's well above multiple grade levels where he should be now. Like, we're just, you guys could continue, but we feel that he's going to. So then I had like just enough information to, to, to like go back to not doing much because I kind of already knew it, you know? So then it right. kind of went back to like right. gaming the system. So how even, long were you in that Solvin Learning Center? Like a year. Wow. So I was able to go from like, you know, behind my class uh, at around like seventh grade, I think, or so to up to a sophomore level of what I would be doing in math and stuff like that. But according to the public school, they were still putting me in all the remedial, like the beginning classes. Right. And so it was kind of funny because then I just learned, oh, well, I could just kind of downshift because I already know all this material. So the second I get in class and I get away and they're like, hey, you got to be serious to pass the test. I could just sit down and pass it and hand it back. And then they go, wait, this is off okay, maybe he is where he's supposed to be. But really, it was just because I already kind of front-loaded all my education through Solvent. But anyhow, the, the purpose of the, <clears throat> of the conversation is say I just learned how to manipulate the system, and I saw it as a game. And so yeah. that was extremely helpful. You once did? I, was I didn't see it as a game. I didn't see it as oh, a game. Dude, it I saw it as a game. nightmare. I and saw I it go, as a nightmare. And I learned how to sell, dude. I would show up to my teacher, like whatever class it was that I was getting the non-passing grade, and it would, hi, hi, Mrs. So-and-so, like, can I come in for a minute? See, the situation was this and like, you know, you're just a manipulating little shit. I'm kind of like talking out of my ass, just trying. So if I could just take a minute to redo the paper, I'll have it in this week. And little did they know I already had somebody lined up who had done the paper and given me their shit. So I was just going to go home, copy it, come back. there. See, when I really buckled down, it was just that situation. It wasn't anything crazy. And then they'd be like, okay, okay you're right. We'll go ahead and, and let you pass. And it was the same thing with even getting out of school. I learned that my mom's signature was the same way every time. So I would just fill it in whenever I'd be late or whatever. And so I'd get out of getting in trouble until we had a parent-teacher conference. And the teacher said, well, as you know, Matt's missed a couple of classes. And my mom's like, he has. She didn't snitch me out, but we both knew at that moment that something was off. <laughs> but anyhow, I learned how What to- grade was that? What grade was that? 
that was like my that would have been my senior year. Oh yeah. Good morning. That would have been my senior year. Yeah, she didn't stitch me out, but she both knew. We both knew at that point like something was up. <laughs> uh, Chris, uh, Chris Thompson, our twins had uh, our twins had twin to twin transfusion due to shared placenta. Mono D twins were born thirteen week, weeks early. Thank God, Boston's Children's Hospital was able to keep them alive. An open mind is a treasure. I'm not. I'm not sure. I see the um, connection between an open mind is a treasure. I'd also, that's awesome, by the way. Congratulations. And twins are awesome. I'd be curious if you had uh, in vitro, because if you had in vitro, just it, it nullifies this whole uh, story. I'm guessing you did not, by the way. But if you did, it, it, this story's like, it, uh, it, it, has, it, has, it has no value except that uh, if you interfere, shit can happen. But um, Chris, I, I bet you 99% of all C-sections were not necessary. And what are the implications of that? And I, and I wonder if you agree with me. So, but I, but I am very glad. Twins are awesome, and I'm very glad your twins are okay. And there's a huge importance for uh, people to be as healthy and as strong as they can and to take care of themselves so that uh, modern medicine, when people are in need, uh, people can go to the hospital and get uh, and, and get care. Like the, Like yesterday, that railing that broke, that was a shame, and I'm sure that girl was injured, and I'm sure she needs to go to the hospital to get uh, repaired. And it would suck if someone, uh, the hospital was too busy to help her because there were some drug addicts there uh, who voluntarily hurt themselves. So, As opposed to somebody who just did it over the course of 20 years. Yeah. Oh, so, so um, yeah. I, I, I'm not against, uh, I'm not against hospitals. God, man, I, but speaking of other crazy things. So I just, Chris, uh, the guy we had on the vegetarian guy, uh, who secured himself of cancer, mm-hmm. he just released a video saying like, Hey, just drilling. Like if you just eat meat and broccoli, you're making a huge mistake. Mm. And that it's a huge under, it's a huge misnomer basically to say that sugar, uh, if you just stop eating sugar, you'll be safe from cancer. He said, it doesn't work that way. He doesn't explain why, but he's pretty adamant about it. And I value what he says. Uh, 99%. That's not absolutist, but close. Thank you. Thank you. It's not, not if it's 99%. He's in hey, the clear. I, I would, I was, it's just crazy that you, I, I've been to, to two other women's births besides my wife's in the hospital. And both times the shit the doctor says to him is just so, so fucking batshit crazy. You, you can't they say that like the first the first time I went to a woman's birth, it was in San Diego and the doctor came in and he goes, oh, my God, I've been here two months and I'm still yet to see a live birth. I hope you're the first. Mm-hmm. Meaning they had all been C-sections. Oh, like, dude, like, like, that, what is- like, dude, you fucking idiot. You just said that to a fucking pregnant woman like. That's not good. And not that long ago, you were having birth inside the log cabin next to the fire while they boil a little water right they have they have a machine on you yeah they have a machine on you at all times so you can audibly hear the baby's heartbeat i wonder what that how if that's good for the mom they have lines and picks all over the mom they have people coming in and out of the room constantly and all these things hooked up to the mom then they come in there like a like at some point and they're like um and they're like, hey, if you don't, if you don't, uh, you know, dilate to twelve thousand centimeters in the next twenty minutes, we're going to give you drugs. I mean, the whole thing is just—it's—it's it's not conducive to 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 what it takes to have a baby. And then I've been at three live births, and it's—it's it's a totally different scene. 
the last thing the mom I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not, it's not a pregnancy show. But anyway, do what you want to do. I'm just saying that I, I'm just saying, um, it's just interesting. Hey, fuck it. If, if I sent my kids back to school, maybe I'd be like, holy shit, I can't believe I ever homeschooled them. I'm open to that. Maybe I'd be like, what a mistake that was to homeschool them. Mm. I mean, dude, the other day, Avi had, I walked away. He was playing tennis and he couldn't find me in the middle of a tennis match. And the, all of a sudden, the instructor comes and finds me. I was on the other side of the, the facility. And the instructor's like, hey, your son's having a complete fucking meltdown in the corner. I've never seen him do that. Never seen him cry. I never. He doesn't even really cry in public ever. So I, I, I walk over, and he's playing again. I'm like, what happened? I guess I missed it. And they said he said he couldn't find you, and he was having trouble breathing. And he ran into the corner and turtled up. And so after class, he's like, dude, you left me, and I fucking panicked. And like, well, ch- check that out, dude. Like. Send mm. your kids to public school or else they'll be pussy like my kid. Yeah, I, like I was like that and I Ready? went to public school, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's eight and I can't if he if I if I'm not there when he when hey, he plays uh you know why I was like that? Because at the daycare I went to there was like a twenty twenty special on kids getting kidnapped and she had it playing and I, I forget I was probably like probably Avi's age, like between seven and yeah. eight. And I freaked the fuck out. Like that was the that was it. Like I couldn't ride my bike off the block anymore. Like my dad went into the had to pay inside the gas station. Oh shit, I was stressing. Sitting in the car, like one of those motherfuckers in the van is gonna offer me candy. I could know it. I know it. <laughs> isn't it crazy? Yeah, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It took me a while to like No, get- I wasn't I wasn't in the van taking a dump. You know what I was doing? Oh I was God. looking for one of my other kids that had run off. <laughs> Probably Ari. He's a little No, jo- it was Joseph. <laughs> Joseph had run off with some girl and I found him and they were like climbing a palm tree. I'm like, hey, guys. Okay, right. Matt Burns. Back to farts and vaginas. Right. Okay. Um, 348. Breaking shit. We'll see if, vaginas it, and if it pulls up. I feel like every day I'm in a different mood when the, when the show starts. That's good. Take us on the journey with us. With you. I like it. A- after the show again. today, I'm I'm driving my car to Toyota and then walking home. I'm kind of excited about that. And, and then I, I got some new chairs, and I think Dave might be coming over today to test them out. Oh, th- okay. So we already saw this. Let's skip this. Okay. At least but anyone, <laughs> if you if you um have if you if you guys see a link to someone who 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 accidentally breaks something, um, uh, let me know. I, I I'm I'm in. You know, how, like some people are into certain kinds of porn. I'm just into like just people breaking shit right now on starts, accident. Start scouring the Instagrams and uh, please send it. Maybe send yeah, it act- to me, not to Sevada. His DMs are full. Uh, 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 Travis uh, Belling up. Three daughters born in hospital went to private and public school and are all thriving. Parenting plays a role in how they turn out. That's the strongest. That's the strongest correlate, right? Yeah. yeah. That's gonna be it. Your involvement with your own kids. Yeah. There you go. And you, if you guys win. I'm sorry. I don't know if there's a winner or a loser, right? Just no. a discussion. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Until I have kids, and then I have a very strong opinion on however I did it. Chris, Chris Thompson. We did not have uh, in vitro. Okay. Good. I'm glad your kids are good. Okay. Uh, some kid when I was in preschool told me that monsters were coming, and it fucking ruined my recess for like a year. <laughs> I hid every recess. A little asshole. Uh, 347. I'm sorry. This one might get you guys a little twisted up too. Uh, this one is titled, and this is why Republicans are uh, so stupid. Sorry. I'm really sorry. Tough morning. 
<laughs> Graciano Rubio, public school stuff. Yeah, ab- I mean, absolutely, they suck. I, mean, I think we all agree on that, regardless yeah, yeah, of yeah, what's yeah. happening. But, but send your kids there; it's okay because I know you're too busy to homeschool them. Don't, don't. But just send them there. Hey, anyway. that's my excuse. Yeah. Hey, it's gonna make them stronger. Yeah, manipulation. Don't know the system. So this is why Republicans are so fucking stupid. I'm not hangry yet, Chris. I'm not hangry yet. I'm actually pretty happy. I'm not hangry yet. The, it's so crazy how stupid people are. But I get it. People don't understand the importance of words. Mm. They, they just don't get it. And Republicans want to conflate the use of the word gender and sex. And it is at the root of the entire problem. The entire problem goes away, or at least the discussion can be had when we use the same words. It's, it's an Abbott and Costello skit. Who's on first? Mm. Do you guys know that skit? No, but I, I know I, what your point the, is. The, the, the third baseman's name is I don't know. The first baseman's name is who? Who's on first? Yes. No, no. Who's on first? Uh-huh. I'm asking you who's on first. Yes. I don't know. No, he's on third base. What? You know, it's it's, it's the whole. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Here we go. Here we go. Maybe start it in the middle somewhere. Uh, here we go. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? What are you asking me for? I don't know. Wait a I'm asking you who's on first. That's me. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. That's it. That's okay, the name. Pause. You ain't said that. I ain't asking nothing. You did. You know the guy's name on first base? Sure. Tell me the guy's name on first So this is what it's – this is this is the conversation that uh, uh, Republicans are having around debt with Democrats in regard – they're so fucking dumb. Dude, People are so me. fucking dumb. You gave me a great idea. That would be an awesome thing to splice together with that. Like do a reel where like it cuts to, to something like that where it's just this word fuckery confusion and then it cuts back to something like this. Yeah. To show that. To show if you, that. Listen, you fucking ding dong. If we can't agree on what the word gender means and what sex means, then how can we argue about what the fuck, how they're applied? Are, are plastic bags food? Eating plastic bags, is that a food? I would say it's not a food. No. And I'd have to look up the definition of food. Uh, so, so, sorry, can you pull that back up? I'm going to read this fucking idiocy that fucking – and I like, I like Donald Trump Jr., but just the, 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 it's just idiot world. We live in just idiot world. Uh, having a period is not a feminine thing, and people of all genders menstruate. That is 100% true. You you got you know that right, and yet he's posting this like it's not true, and that he's making fun of the left, and it's a whole and it, it's 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 a it's a whistle call to all the morons in the comments. Dude, only one sex has um uh menstruates. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, it's something that female bodies do. And fe- you guys get it. I, it's just, it's just. Uh, <laughs> it's just so bad. And it, it, it's like, it's not just important to say because it's right. It's, it's the root of all the problems in the entire world. It all comes down to language. It's like 99%. It's all just shit tons of uh, miscommunication. Yeah, exactly, Tyler. Gender doesn't exist. Yeah, it can be that having a period is not a feminine thing, and people of all genders menstruate. Yeah, people of all genders do menstruate. 
that you can be any fucking gender you want. The the female Sasquatch menstruates. How do I know? I, who cares how I know? Every time you bring this up, it always reminds me of the old Glassman talk when he's like, in intensity, we need to define it because by the bodybuilders, they say how much they can lift and how much their face turns red. To the endurance yeah. people, they say how you know how far they're running and whatever. And you go to the yoga people and they're like, how hard is the stretch that they're doing? And, and then to them, all of it was intensity, but to also them, all of them were talking about three different things. Yeah. And so until he put a definition to it that exists for everybody to understand and then work from, it was just a bunch of people talking in a circle. That's why that's why those same people call transgender people by their by the by the wrong sex. So if you're if, for me, if you're a dude and you dress like a woman, you're still a dude. For me, if you have a penis and you chop it off, you're still a dude. Like it doesn't matter to me. For me, I just go by what sex you were born with and that's what you are. If you want me to call you something different, I have no issue with that. But in the back of my mind, I, I know what you really are. I, like the transgender, the trans thing means nothing to me other than like you probably have some sort of mental illness. Uncle Buck got you or something. And why? Because I, I just want to be accurate with my words. I don't want to live in delusion. I do not want to live in delusion. It's not fun. It's not happy. It's not cool. It's funny. And, that... and... Go ahead. Oh, I was just to say, it's funny because then people will take what you're saying, which is basically like, hey, we're just not going to involve the truth of this. We're just going to separate that, but I'm still yeah. going to respect whatever you do and be cool with it. Like, it's yeah, fine. It's yeah, not hurting yeah. anybody else in this situation. Yes. So yes. we're totally cool. But then people will immediately take what you had said earlier and be like, see, see, look, he's against it. He's this or he's that. And you're just yeah. like, no, dude, I'm just, yeah. we're not conflating the truth, but I'll still support whatever you want as a person. Like you got your shit you're dealing with or or this is what makes you happier. This is how you express yourself. It's not hurting anybody else and you're not asking any more importantly, you're not asking the world to change around you. That I think is the important part where people start to get upset about. As long as you're not asking for any of that, do your own thing. We'll support you. It's all good. There's clear evidence that people who go through adversity can come out stronger. There's clear evidence that kids who are introduced to honey and peanuts at a young age uh, don't have allergies to those things. There's clear evidence that people who are born with the pussy goop on them and isn't cleaned off of them uh, are, are healthier as they get older and stronger. There's clear evidence that if you breastfeed, uh, you, you're a healthier child. There's just clear evidence on that stuff. There's, mm -hmm. It just it, like, but don't do it. I don't fuck. I don't care. I mean, I do care. Um, but something weird happened yesterday. I was in the backyard with one of my kids. You know, my kids are barefoot kids, and I was in the backyard with one of my kids, and one of my kids wanted me to carry him. I go, why? Because I don't want to step on the wet grass. Mm -hmm. Fucking broke my heart. I'm like, fuck that. I didn't carry him. I they walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, just use the right word or else you're going to be in a weird uh, – good morning, Jeff. Uh, I'm still uh, – Tyler Collins, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm still not going to call a tiger a tiger. It's, if it's a lion, that makes me call it a tiger. Yeah, that's fine too, and I'm okay with that too. If you don't want to call – yeah, I'm totally fine with that too. But, but, I, but I also don't have a problem if someone like – uh, some dudes like, hey, w when you talk to me, will you treat me like a girl? I mean, I'll, I can, tr I'll try. I mean, I can't even remember fucking half my friends' names. 
Uh, Steven's going, what if it was your kid? We talked about this extensively, and we just said that we give them space. What if it's my kid? What? present? They, they just push that back as far as like the, I'm assuming the trans talk that we had. Oh, and dude, my, one of my kids, my, on dude, uh, my, my kids yes. ask for all sorts of crazy. One of my kids wants fucking to live in an Elsa dress, dude. I just still think the advice that you've given is, and it actually works for a ton of stuff, which was just give them space, be present, be supportive, have really thoughtful conversations. And when something like this first starts to show show up, whatever it be in life, don't just immediately respond to it with some over-the-top thing. Just kind of just let it roll, give them space, be present, discuss things, process it together as a family. And regardless of how the outcome turns, at least you know that you have laid that foundation. You guys have a discussion, and and hopefully everybody's closer from it. And you've you've talked about that extensively. So I don't, I hate when people try to like throw that back as like a gotcha or something. You're like, it's like no, nah, it's not going to work. If I if I'm walking down an aisle at the grocery store and my kid and like we walk by cookies or something and my kid says, "Hey, can I have this?" I I don't I don't I, I have no obligation to answer. I have no obligation to do anything. I, I'll usually turn around at my kid, take a deep breath, and and start seeing if an answer pops in my head. And if no answer pops in my head, I just I, I, I just don't react. I give him my un, un, un complete presence. But you know, like just now, an answer popped in my head. I'll be like, "What is that?" And he'll be like, "It's cookies." And I'll be like, "What are cookies?" I go, let's read the ingredients. I don't know what I would say, but I'm not obligated. I have so much stillness around my kids and so much presence. I don't feel obligated to lead them down any weird paths that I don't want to lead them down. Like, so if we're, my wife took them like to the Halloween store, the Goodwill store to look at costumes. And my son will be like, Hey, I want to dress up as Elsa. And my, and my wife, would, she won't say yes or no. She won't give it any fucking energy. It's just like the same thing with those parents. Like you see those kids who show up to fucking tennis, tennis practice with rain boots on and like wearing their Halloween costume, which is like some, which is pajamas, like the same pajamas that they've been wearing since the last Halloween. They didn't take them off. That's just, that's just horrible, shitty parenting. Like, do not take your kids outside looking dirty. Do not. Do not do that. Take your kids out. Let your kids go outside looking like normal, clean people that other people will want to interact with. Well, at a certain age, too, the kids are just only looking for the way you respond to stuff. Did you right. see? Did I, I can't remember if I sent it to your DM or if I texted it, but there was that dad walking with his, like holding his son who was young, and he walks by the door and he hits the door with his hand. Yeah, yeah. Kid, yeah. kid never came in contact with it. And he turns and goes, Oh my God. Oh, and starts acting like the kid's head bounced off the door. And then the kid responded as if its head bounced off the door. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, yeah. that that doesn't change whether you're holding your kid and it's two or whether it, it's even fucking an adult. The yeah, way this you is, respond. This is that, incredible. That hey, yeah. So I, and just so you know, I, I have now have two groups of friends. One turned their girls into boys and the other one turned their boys into girls doing this. I witnessed this. I don't ignore my kids, by the way, Christine. I don't ignore them. I give them presents, but if I don't feel a real, if I don't feel like I have the answer, I don't feel obligated to just say shit. I'm so comfortable just not saying shit, like just giving my attention, like, hmm. My kids asked me what sex is the other day. That was fun. 
I'm not quick to respond. Here we go. Bam. Dad pretends like the kid's head hit the door. Are you okay? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Kid starts bawling. What a, all I see is an amazing pantry at that house. Yeah. <laughs> the organization on that thing is crazy yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. What if they want to take the vaccine, my kids? Oh, just go to that one in the comment below. It's a perfect answer. Um, uh, how would they even know what the vaccine is? Well, because you sent them to school. Because you sent them to school. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I don't want to be hostile with you guys today. Why? Why is this getting weird? Hi, call her. Hi. That was good. Hi, it's Heidi. Hi, Heidi. Hi, Heidi. How's it going? Chilling. Chilling. I just, I just. Oh, that's up. good. Me, and the, crew, me and the crew. We're wrestling today. The, me and the posse. We're wrestling. <laughs> that's great. Good yeah. to hear. Yeah. Well, I was calling because I went to uh, Matt Schindeldecker's uh, course yesterday oh. that you had on with the. Oh. Trauma and athlete centered yeah. coaching. Was that in Vegas? No, it was in Ohio. Okay. At the Rogue, like the old Rogue. Oh, that's spot. right. He told me that. That's right. That's right. Okay. That sounds cool. Yeah, it was yeah, it was so good. Like honestly, I think even if you're just a parent, like even if you have no interest in working with like troubled youth or any special population, it was just so good. Um, just like, and it's kind of what you guys were just talking about on how you talk to kids and how you respond, um, to like, if they're acting out or even if they're saying something that you don't really know how to respond, it's just kind of like holding that space for a little bit, not reacting. It was just really good. And they had a lot of good practical, practical tips. And like, this is what you do. This is how you handle that. And it was just like even for regular coaches for just general population, I highly recommend it. It was so good. Uh, athlete centered mental health trauma awareness coach Schindeldecker trauma is real coaching individuals inside our CrossFit affiliates that have survived trauma is also real. There are probably more trauma survivors in our boxes than uh, we affiliate owners realize. Although the future of seminars like this is unknown. What is known is the need to have trauma informed coaches working to keep athletes uh, that walk in our door safe. You know, it's crazy what you just said to uh, Heidi about um, it, even if you just a parent and dealing with kids, my kids will react to things that aren't a big deal to me. Like it's the end of the world. Right. So right. Uh, like, like that, that girl told me that she doesn't like me. One of my sons told me that yesterday and he fucking put himself in the room and he started crying for like 20 minutes. And I was like, my, I, I wanted to just be like, dude, are you fucking idiots? No big deal. But I remember being eight. And if a girl would have said that to me, how it would have rocked me. It's just tons right. and tons of emotional energy that you just don't know how to process. And you're right. that Like for him, that was trauma, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's going to remember that shit his whole life. I remember when a girl told me she didn't like me. <laughs> yeah. And, as, and, and and the same tools were the same tools work on that kid who like, it's not a big deal at all. What happened to him versus some kid who horrible, like who witnesses parents get shot in a bus, but right. Yeah. Yep. You, it's all the same tools. Yep. So anyways, everyone should take it and uh, highly recommend it. I think it should be a two day course. They kind of tucked a lot in, in one day, but other than that, it was great. And the link is super hard to find on the CrossFit website. Other than that, it was great.
That's people a really, shocker. People are people are really uh, intrigued by your voice. Yeah, they are. Well, it's a pretty severe accent, so I'm oh, not surprised. That, uh, Kenneth DeLapp, oh, that voice. Jay Hartle, <laughs> holy shit, Heidi is definitely from Ohio or Minnesota. <laughs> no, Wisconsin. So Wisconsin. Same thing. Hey, do you know if they have more courses around available, was or was it just locally where he was at? Um, that's a good question. I think they said that they only have done maybe a couple of those now. It's still maybe in like the launching stage where they're figuring stuff out. Um, they did have online people watching because they were like messing with the microphones and stuff for a little bit. So I think they're still hammering out what the plan will be, whether it'll be all over. I think if it's popular, then maybe they'll increase the number of events. Yeah. Interesting. Um, uh, Will Plummer, lay off of Heidi. Uh, Subamatosian, <laughs> lay on Heidi. Wow, oh. inappropriate. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I just had a panic attack because we were supposed to bring in uh, Mr. Philip Kelly for a few minutes, and I totally spaced on that. Oh, shit. Oops. Uh, okay. Hey. Bring Philip. Okay, okay bye. bye, Heidi. Well, listen, bye, Heidi. listen. Thank you. This is what we'll do with Philip. Bye. Uh, f- uh, bye. Uh, uh, Philip, I am going. We're going to do this next week with you then. Sorry. Very sorry. 700 shows, it happens. Philip, uh, Philip, uh, Wisconsin, like Jeremy World. Uh, let's bring Philip in because I'm going to be gone for four days next week. Yeah. And that would be a perfect time to bring Philip on and talk to him. Are you mm. cool with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then he can choose from the 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th. Philip, I hope he didn't wake up early. I'm sorry. That was on me. Is she single? I don't, I don't even know if Heidi is single. Not for long. She's definitely single. She okay. <laughs> definitely. She just. I think. Mm, I'm not. Never mind. Hey, your internet's working again now. Hey, but but maybe she. I, I always just thought that she says, "Are you single?" Just as like just part of her shtick. But I get, assume she had a dude. Yeah, that's no. definitely no, part no, of her bit. Okay. Philip, I apologize. Philip, I apologize. You deserve well, a better, a, a better, uh, a, a more animated me. Don't care, Philip. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Two of us are sorry. Uh, um, uh, Caleb says, "Get over it." We can't all just kiss everybody's asses. Uh, <laughs> uh, call her high. It's Philip Kelly. Oh, Philip <laughs> Kelly! Great to hear from you, brother. Hey, over Caleb. Hey, over so Caleb. I just wanted to say, I, I uh, yeah, what's up, Caleb and Matt? Uh, so okay, I'm gonna go take off my CEO shirt now. Oh, you're breaking my for, heart. Oh, you're save it for next week. God, you're a good dude. <laughs> hey, have have fun in Tahoe, man. Okay, and and um, we'll uh, after this show, uh, we'll reschedule for ne- in a couple days. Okay, sounds good. Okay, thank you. All right, later. Well, that's good. He sounds strong and healthy. Yeah, that's what we is. need. To, that's what we need to check in on him. Make sure Philip is strong and healthy. <laughs> Philip was on the show. If you didn't see the episode, he's uh. He had a pretty severe case of COVID. Uh, caller, hi. Hey, how y'all doing this morning? I'm good, um, but it appears Caleb is done with this shit. <laughs> I saw that. Done with a lot of shit, to be yeah. honest. Caleb <laughs> is getting ready for a... Uh, he's about to move out of the equity program into the outside world. He's, he's like... It's like when they released that, that killer whale from Free Willy out into the uh, ocean and it died. He, he, Caleb's not sure how he's going to do in the wild. Corey, hi. All right. Well, my, my hey Corey, what a great contribution you made yesterday. Well, 
You want to know how I lost my virginity to a ginger in her <laughs> grandma's bed? Yes. Wow. Yes. I, yeah. I the HR thing really. I, I just love the fact that someone showed you their boobs at work. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I forgot to tell you when she went down on me, there was someone else in the room. Oh my god! Yeah, it was incredible. It was the, the peak of my hooking up career. It, it was all downhill after that. Then I, I stepped it up and got married. Hey, when when she showed you her boobs, did she lift her shirt up or open it up? Uh, straight up. Just and then, of course, there were like a hundred pictures she sent me, but that's natural, right? God, how do I don't? How does anyone send nude photos? I would never. <laughs> I think I, ever. I never had to on send one back. I, I never had to send one back. But like, no one should be sending nude photos. It, it, sending nude photos sounds like the dumbest thing ever. Why do that to your? No, it's not. No. Not when you're deployed. Oh, gotcha. Okay, fair. All right. <laughs> it's all Caleb's. Don't you take that away? It's foreplay. I would if just like years older than me. I would just send up someone else's picture, like. Like if some chick was like, "Hey, can you send me a dick pic?" I guess girls don't say that, but if they did, I would just go online and pick a dick and send it to them. I don't think people. Yeah, I don't think women enjoy get receiving dick pics. Yeah, so so yeah. if you're a girl and you want to send some guy some nudes, just go online and just like find some bodies that like and just send just send some like just uh, stunt doubles. <laughs> hey, the uh, the girl that we were hating on yesterday. Um, that you said, how could anybody like this girl when she opens her mouth? She's, she's oh, crazy. the cum dumpster. Yeah, yeah, the cum dumpster. She looked a lot like that. If that helps, you're you're uh, you're oh the HR oh. lady. Yeah, yeah oh, that's the top shelf. That's awesome. That is yeah, awesome. yeah. The the pictures were almost too small to fill out everything she was packing. So it was great. Man, wow. that is so fucking crazy. That's the other thing about women that I guess they have that power. Like, like if you, I mean, we all know this, you cheat on your girlfriend and next thing you know, she fucked all your friends. Like they, they can do horrible shit to you mm -hmm. if, they want, if they want. Yeah. They can just, they can just, just burn your whole shit down. <laughs> Hey, like, Corey, do you think that there was any other guys at work that were that she started um doing that? Oh with? yeah. No shit. Oh yeah. oh yeah. For sure. A hundred percent sure. So there were other just she had so she kind of had a harem of dudes? Yeah, like she was going through rough times. So I think she was looking for the attention. Literally um, rough. And time. I woke up and smelled it. Yeah, I woke up and smelled the coffee and kind of got rid of that whole situation. But yeah, she was doing it to a lot of people. <sighs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say, Austin. Sounds like that Tennessee cop. I think Caleb was gonna bring that up yesterday at one point. I, I, thought I showed a picture up. of her, but yeah, it popped up. Wait, was... what happened? Sorry, Corey, hold oh, on one second. Man. What it happened was, with the Tennessee? It was basically cop? the HR uh, lady, but in cop form. It, so, at, at a police department, an HR girl slept with all the dudes. Started sleeping no, no, with the cop. A police officer slept with a bunch of other police officers. Her, uh, her. Um, She's married to a guy who's on a police who's a police officer from another department, and she was sleeping around with uh, detectives and police officers in her department. So they would like on shift, they would just have like they would go have sex in the in the back of the car, or um, like she was in like uh, threesomes and shit with uh, 
one of the detectives and their wives. And here, I'll pull it up. Tennessee cop fired for sex romps face, face termination after <laughs> preventable traffic accident uh, reported. Um, Megan, wait, well, let me see. She crashed her car. Car. Uh, Meg, uh, Unrelated. Oh, okay. Uh, Megan Hall was already facing termination after she repeatedly crashed her patrol vehicle during her two years on the force uh, before revelation of a wild sex scandal cut her career short. Isn't it amazing? We have all these like, like you can abort babies and there's all these like freedom about like free the vagina, but like, you just can't, you could can do a lot of stuff. Slim pickings in Tennessee. You could, you could have your vagina turn into a penis. You could kill the baby before it comes out. But if you just let, if you let people hammer it with the penis, you're in big trouble. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't, you can't let married dudes have a piece of it. Uh, four male officers allegedly involved in the scandal have also been fired. Uh, God, it's, it's so weird. So you, if you have sex, like I get why politicians can't be doing that because they can't be compromised. I guess cops too. Wild. Oh man. <laughs> There's but that doesn't go for low employees. <laughs> uh, a married chick slept with most of her department, told the dude she worked with she was in an open relationship. Her husband did not know they had an open relationship. <laughs> Man, oh man! There's an article that says a strip club offered her a new job. Of course, oh, that's cool. Her OnlyFans hit top one percent last month. She got to keep the uniform. She now makes ten times as much as she did. Uh, can confirm I am single as a dollar. Okay, Corey. So, what about your? Uh, tell you lost your virginity to a, a redheaded girl. I lost my virginity to a redheaded girl. What a queen in her grandma's bedroom. No, no. Nope. Was grandma yeah. there? Was grandma there? She was in the other bedroom, but mm, on her uh, bed, huh? Not, not in the same bedroom. How old were you? Uh, seventeen, I think. Yeah, about seventeen. How old was she? She was the same age. Your girlfriend for a long time. Uh, we dated for a year. She was about a hundred pounds more than me. Oh, but, that's cool. More yeah, and like the pushing. Yeah, like two or three inches taller than me too. It was oh, awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Wow. She carry you around. Is, yeah, awesome. like a rag doll. That she would. She would throw you around like a rag doll. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she was so freaky. She gave me she gave me head in the back of her car while her brother was driving on the way to Thanksgiving dinner. Wow. I God. mean, it's just. It was amazing. Hey, why did you wait so? I didn't. I, 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 my, the girl I went out with for three years before we had sex. Why did you guys wait so long? Three years. Yeah. Oh, we we didn't. Not not her and I. We we only dated for a year, and like the first week, she uh, got straight to the point and just took your virginity. Yeah, but up until that point, I had never done anything. But I lived in Japan for six years, so I was afraid of girls when I first landed back in the states. You're fucking weeb, aren't you? Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I my girlfriend was from like 15 to 18. I just I don't know why we didn't have sex. Well, after that I met my now wife and we've been together 17 years, so Hey, that's the way that's the way you want that's kind of the way you want to uh lose your virginity. You want like a girl that's like just kind of just like handles you. Just yeah, just tr just 17 or 18 is a good I think age. And a year relationship, you guys can try a lot of weird shit, like 
titty fucking or like head in the back of the car. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can try doggy stuff. You just do the, just like go through some of the basics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We did all that. Nothing too crazy. You know, like I, I went through a phase like that. Like every car that once I had sex the first time, then every car I ever sat in, I needed to have sex in for some reason. Just, I don't know why. Yeah. She probably works for HR now. Yeah. <laughs> now i would never consider having sex in a car like zero interest no. but for some reason when you're 18 it's like well there's a car here we need to have sex on it in it you guys know what that i'm talking about every time. Yeah. what say it again now you're just that laying missionary every protect. time yeah yeah now i just get on my back and just yeah just chill and scroll through your dm i try not to i've ne- I actually have never been on my phone when i'm having sex Thank God. Hey, there's probably people who do that. Definitely. There's probably people who do that. Hey, have you ever been having sex with Corey, with someone, Corey, and they're scrolling through their fucking phone? They're like on Instagram. I've scrolled through my phone while doing it. (laughs) Wow. With with the red, only the redhead though, only the redhead. Oh, Sevy, everything was everything you're just doing the same thing over and over. <laughs> Sevy, okay, uh, no, there. I've never had sex in this chair, dude. My, I'm old now. Like, like, like we either there, it we hurt sex his back in, or something. Yeah, we have sex in the bed. That's it. <laughs> Can't risk injury. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, really? So, so um, that you did scroll, like you you did a little uh, uh, social media scrolling while that girl um, rode you, the redheaded girl. Uh, it was more like sending messages to my stoner friends. While oh, like, hey, it. you're never going to believe this, but I'm balls deep in Janet right now. Yeah, and I'll be there in five minutes. Well, oh, that's a, Janet. That's a grandma. Bowl. Wow. Yeah, stuff like that. Pack a bowl. <laughs> yeah, pack a bowl. I'll be there in five when she's done. That did, kind you, of thing. did you use contraception with her? Uh, Pull and pray. Yeah, I, I practiced. Oh, I diversified. <laughs> you did you did practice safe sex? I diversified was diversified. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I diversified contraception, pull and pray, condom, Spider-Man, the Superman. What, what those. are those? You don't know what the spider or the dolphin? Spider-Man? No. The, is, the, is, the this, is, is this the you, Spider-Man? I can't see. Oh. The super Superman is when you pull it out, spray it on her back, and then stick the the blanket on, and it stays like a cape. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've never done that? No, I I don't think so. You're not living, brother. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, I, uh, I, uh, uh, Susan was afraid to be left alone in a car. I was uh, terrified. AIDS was going to get me. I was terrified. Terrified. <laughs> we all, we all mean, got like, our terrified. Thing. Oh shit. All right. All right. Well, I was going to ask a real question, but I'll call back with it later. I think I'll okay. let somebody else call in. Okay. Thank you. Oh, Corey. Uh, Corey, hold on. Yes. Uh, yes. Your package came in. Thank you again. The no crew it loves it. They're stoked to have some supplies for of a jangle. the next few weeks. Yeah, no problem. Glad you like my package. Thanks. Man. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hi. Hi, Corey. Uh, no, I, 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 I don't. I don't take any. I, I'm. I'm a CrossFitter. I'm like, when I'm on, I'm on. I'm like a 17 year old when I'm on. 
Nothing has changed. It's just, it's only 10 hours a day. I want it now, not 24. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, saw, I don't know why it's not in my notes, but um, Lori Lightfoot of Chicago has told people that if they want to stop being mugged, city vendors want to stop being mugged. This is true, by the way, what I'm about to tell you, that they should stop accepting cash. <laughs> so think about that for a second. This is the mayor of the city is telling the poorest group of people who are hardworking hot dog vendors that they should stop accepting cash. Do you remember when there was that thing from the left and they were saying that um, asking for voter ID was, was uh, racist because black people aren't smart enough to get uh, uh ID or something like that. So ridiculous. Yeah. Or, or that there weren't enough DMVs in their, in their hood to get fucking IDs and that it was, a, well, this lady, the, it, with that logic, this has got to be the most racist thing ever because the people who eat at fucking vendors have to be the poorest people fucking in society or drunk leaving a bar. Yeah. And the last thing, imagine how much that would cut into business if you didn't accept cash as a street vendor. I thought it was illegal not to accept cash. And maybe it is, who knows? But with this logic, it's like the most using their logic. This has got to be the most racist thing ever done to people. Who the fuck do you think work sells hot dogs? It, it, it's fucking it's poor ass immigrants black people a poor ass fucking ghetto white people there, there's no fucking phds or people who are successful or who have fucking that always keep seventy four thousand dollars in their atm account she's this is hey uh, ladies if you don't want to get raped i have an idea don't go outside yay <laughs> ladies you don't want to get raped how about you stop wearing clothes that are easy to take off yay look at me how solution oriented i am women it's your fault if you get raped because you went outside after the sun went down yay oh my god that girl totally deserved to get raped look the way she's dressed yay i solved the rape problem yay yeah, little foot is out of her mind. I have an idea. Why not just give away the food for free and not accept uh, uh, plastic or cash? It's about time. I deserve that hot dog anyway. <laughs> yeah. Just give it to me. If it's cash just such me. poor thinking, it's just no consistency. No, like in, in no way in hell, if that comes out of her mouth, does that align with anything else that uh, that she suggested? It's just well, complete. It also shows how much control she's lost over her city. Basically, she's saying like, "Hey, we are so screwed here and have no control over anything that you're better off just not even being a vendor anymore." <laughs> like yeah. that's basically what she's admitting. Like we don't we don't actually have a viable solution to protect your property and to protect your business. Yeah. So my solution is just completely eliminate cash from it. Yeah. It's like so yeah. they're still not going to steal inventory. Yeah. Like it, it it's it's crazy. And the cashless thing kind of scares me because anytime there's a funnel of control, I always I always get a little weird. Really weird to see that liberal business owners here won't accept cash. Really? There's places like that. There's a couple places in Livermore that don't that are like they call it, they they go by like paperless, so they don't do any receipts, they don't accept or do any cash. It's all done by like card and email. Norway going cashless next year. Wow, boy that that's got to be the fastest way ever. By the way, to uh just shackle yourself. That's crazy. That's a crazier equity program than what Caleb's done. I'm telling you, if you take away the ability to use cash, you're done. 
Yeah, that's like you're it, done. It's scary, right? Because let's say that there, <clears throat> that everything's cashless and businesses no longer accept cash. They don't view view it as like a viable like exchange. Now you're just subject to like the keystrokes that are in the bank. And what happens if those are all of a sudden frozen or you can't access it? Uh, hotel in Miami didn't take cash. Weird. Oh, it, it's a hundred percent. You'll be a hundred percent owned. No cash. Oh, well, you're already a hundred percent owned. At least you'll just have less autonomy and with your <clears throat> ownership. Stores and military bases are cashless. The BX itself isn't, I don't think, but like the vendor, the people that sell their own things out of the bases are cashless. God, what's going to happen to all the homeless people? That whole economy. Uh, 346. There, there, by the way, there was a thing in here where I, I, there was a, a link in here, but I lost it from Zeke Arkham where he says, hey, why not just let police do their job? But I don't know what I did with it. Let police do their job and you won't. Um... Oh, this. Oh, oh, yeah, this is nuts, too. Mm. You've increased the black murder rate. You're giving blacks worse policing through this transfer of cops and doing it smugly in the name of racial justice. Uh, don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Lieutenant Tracy McRae, who is black, told me Black Lives Matter was ta- uh, talking about putting ambassadors on the streets. Where where are they at? Referring to one of San Francisco's most violent neighborhoods, she added. Haven't seen one damn member of the Black Lives Matter patrolling the Bayview, making sure police aren't hunting and killing black people. So basically what's happened all over this country Is that uh, with the Black Lives Movement and the defund the police, uh, the the United States has become ex- exceedingly more dangerous for uh, people with black skin, especially uh, people living in neighborhoods that are predominantly black, because the cops aren't going in there, they're not engaging people, and uh, and, and the violence is just skyrocketed. I mean, it's it's like the murder rates are just skyrocketing. I want to say I've seen numbers as high as like I want to say in Portland where there are no black people, murder rates are up like 422%. 422. I want to say like Chicago is either 17% or 34%. These are people's lives. I'm fasting today. I don't eat on, I I will, I just uh, black coffee. Anyway, like no duh. (laughs) Hey, that's when you do need a plan B. If you're going to get rid of all the cops, you need a plan B. You can't just get rid of the fucking cops. Only people that want to get rid of cops are those that can afford private security. The purge is on, baby. Uh, Okay, uh, 345. So this article I didn't understand. These these police officers are are there's some people arguing that this test for the police academy is too difficult. <laughs> oh yeah, what about the riots in Atlanta? Yeah, what's that that was all Antifa. A sheriff unfair rules about fitness tests keep cadets from taking exam. January 16, 2023. But here's what's weird. There's a prop go down a little bit uh oh uh unfair rules. Um, so what they're upset is, is that people will take hundreds of hours of training in the cadet program, and then they'll get to the very end of the test 
mm-hmm. and they won't be able to pass the fitness test. Which is, so, wait, stop right there, the push-ups, sit-ups, and a mile-and-a-half run. Right? It says yeah. right there, as it stands, cadets in Idaho go through 70, a 740-plus hours of trainings and curriculum before taking the final exam, but taking that test hinges on passing a fitness test to push-ups, sit-ups, and a mile-and-a-half run. Right. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. And keep going. Well said. Scroll down a little bit more. Um, here's the part that's really bizarre to me. Um, McGuffey has three cadets that failed the fitness test over the last few years. Three. That's it. <laughs> One of them, a class valid Victoria valid Victorian. Two of them didn't pass because of injury. Another, because he didn't extend his elbows on two pushups. Now listen, three people over a couple years. How, who wrote this article? How is this even newsworthy? I'm disappointed that it's only three didn't pass. Shouldn't it be 30? But of course, we don't know how many took it, they, but you have they to probably have 30 people in their class, period. If it's just a local fire department, those classes are fucking tiny. I think this is cops. It's police, yeah. Yeah. What did I say? But I think fire. this is cops, police. Oh, well, either way. Still. Yeah, but 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 this is over a couple of years, so it's got to be at least if there's 30 people per, per class and it's three I, years, that's 100 people. The department my wife works for, they had probably 10 of their class of 30 drop out in the first, like before their class was finished. Yeah, it's pretty typical. And they're not changing anything. If you if you don't change the standard, you get better people. I don't give a shit if it's a valedictorian of the class who didn't pass a PT test. He's not the valedictorian. Right. right. Yeah, 100%. Well said, Caleb. And, and and But I think most people will um, just see this and think that it's true without even, like, they can't do the, um, they can't do the math. Mm. They don't contextualize it or put it into relativity. And whoever wrote the article, three of how many didn't make it? How do you report on this and just say it's three, right? That's just horrible reporting, right? Yeah, it's. I cannot meet the fitness standard in my age bracket or manipulative again. And I ask that you reflect on that as a commission and ask if you can meet the fitness standards in your age bracket. Oh, look at this. They got a typo. You shouldn't even have age brackets, dude. I agree. Same thing. Well said. If you can't have, if you can't pass your PT test because you're 50 fucking years old, maybe you need to find a different job and retire. Right. Right. You shouldn't be patrolling the streets. You shouldn't even be in a, be in a position where you have to take a PT test. How about a dispatcher for you, you 50-year-old fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's in good a shape as seven over there. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Is, is good of a shape or as bad a shape I'm in, I'm still like a, a shell of the man I used to be. I mean, look at even Froning the other day. He said he's happy if he gets 300 up. This is a guy who fucking put 400 up. Mm-hmm. It's like, And he's 35. It's like, dude, that like, dude. What's you want even fucking able, strong, able-bodied men or do you would not? Go ahead, Caleb. What's even worse about this is that they're going to hold a board at the bottom. It says, nonetheless, McGuffey and her de- deputies have to wait. Moving forward, there will be a special meeting of the curriculum committee to discuss issues brought up in rules and standard changes. I guarantee you that they're going to have to, they're going to discuss the people who failed out or whoever fails out in the next few months. And they're going to say, ooh, I wonder if we should let these people continue on. Because this is exactly what happens is these people just get, they fucking suck on the teeth of whatever city they're working for. And they're saying, Oh, well, I just didn't pass the PT test, but I passed all these other tests. I, I passed these, all these written tests that, that, that show that I'm smart enough, but because they've, 
attached themselves already to it, they like, oh, uh, well, maybe we'll give them a chance. And then they sit around for a year in their fucking training status, not fucking doing PT because they're injured or because they're just not physically capable. And then they never get better. And then they just get fucking washed around in the office. And then and, they continue to have this job. And taxpayers pay for the whole entire thing. Exactly. Well, you know who I, else pays for it is the, the cops who are healthy, who have to work with them. Exactly. The because saving. now you got some bitch who got your back. I will say the one nice thing about that is, is those people who are pieces of shit, they always get treated like pieces of shit. I honestly, I am, I'm really bad about this, but if you're going to fucking be a piece of shit around me, if you're not going to do work, you're not going to fucking work out. You're not going to like do your, uh, do your testing and learn new things and like be out in the, in the fucking in the job doing, trying to do things. I don't give a fuck who you are, dude. I'm not so going to give you the time of day. The soldiers who don't work that you're deployed with, who don't train less than the ones who do train. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's you're not trying I to improve too, yourself on a regular basis. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who you are. How are you a soldier? Are, are there soldiers who just don't work out? Absolutely. Yeah, that doesn't like, even make I, sense, I, right? I, I've asked them multiple times. I said, why do you not Why do you not exercise? Why don't you? He's like, well, I don't want to get big. Dude, you're fat as fuck. <laughs> I don't want to get, get big. big. <laughs> you got, how about just putting your ticker under some fucking stress? Like, dude, you, you fucking I don't want to get big either. That's why I work out. You Instagram all day, and yeah. you fucking talk shit to people all the time, and you don't take an hour to go to the gym and work out and sweat for a little bit. I don't give a shit if you sit on the fucking Stairmaster for an hour. Yeah, neither do I. Do something. Hey, what do you guys have access to weight vests? Yeah, they issue so, them to us. So someone could just put on a weight vest and walk an hour every day. Dude, there's a 60-year-old fucking man who does that. He's on his second age waiver. He's passing PT tests. He's passing his PT tests, no problem. This guy walks fucking eight miles every day with a weight vest on. Yeah. He's 60 years old. He's on his like third career. Crazy. That's awesome. The Kenneth Delap, there's thousand. I just don't understand how you could be a soldier and not work out. It doesn't. It, it's like sure. being a bee that doesn't visit flowers. Like I just, you're, you're not, you're fucking not a, you're not a bee. Yeah. The, and the only thing worse than this, like, um, testing, testing standard for the PT to get into it is mm -hmm. what they require for you to stay, because the, a lot of the firefighters that I work with and stuff like. They're not an asset to anybody. They're going to show up and then the half their team, if there's like a real issue going on, the other firefighters will have to stop to save them because they haven't got their heart rate elevated in Damn. 10 years and they're 50 pounds plus overweight. And so now if there's an issue and they got to pull people out of there, they, they can't fucking do anything. They're going to go stand by the truck and manage the radio because they're not physically capable of doing it. And there's a, that's a real issue. And what it's doing, unfortunately, is pushing a lot of very capable people away from it because they're like, I don't want to deal with that shit. Uh, Patrick Clark, that's how I found CrossFit during my deployment and wanted to be combat ready. Uh, Caleb is spitting facts today. Keep it up, Jeremy Garcia. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, three. don't believe the headlines. Um. 344, uh, cops like this ruin it for everyone. I hate when I see I, – I almost didn't want to show this story. Uh, because I just don't want to show anything negative about uh, fucking cops, but this fucking irritates the fuck out of me. Uh, this is the guy getting pulled over by the cops here. Here we go. That's up. Flashing your lights at everybody to let them know that law enforcement was sitting there running radar. Is that what I did? 
Is that a crime? Yeah. It is? I didn't know yeah. that. You got your license registration proof Why would you do that? Flashing your high beams at people to... In the daytime? Yeah. I didn't know that was a crime, it is legal to have flashing lights on your vehicle, uh, not being an emergency vehicle. Huh? I said I'll see. Okay. And I could take you to jail today for your unsigned registration card, but I just wrote you a citation for that. That's actually you up to six asshole. months in jail. You think it's funny, sir? I'll take the ticket, sir. I know, but do you think this I'll is funny? This. I, I'm allowed to laugh. I could laugh all I Go ahead step back here Sir, I'm asking you to step out. The Am I being detained? Yes, sir. You are. Step out. The hey, can you pause this? Are you serious? Th this is bad parenting here. This is this is such bad parenting here. You know when you yell at your kids and they start laughing and you say to them, "You think this is funny? You're laughing. You fucking idiot." Now you're reacting to your fucking kid. Your kid reacted to you, and now you're reacting to your kid. You got your ego involved in disciplining your kid. In a fucking parent. I'm not it's saying it doesn't thing, happen. I've, I'm guilty of it. Don't get all crazy, people. Stefan, don't shame people's parenting. They're doing the best they can. I know. I hear you. I hear <laughs> are you. They, are they doing the I best? I hear you. Can? But for me, for me, shaming me a little bit helps. I, I, I don't. I don't mind getting shamed a little bit. This is the same fat fucking piece of shit who doesn't work on his job. He doesn't exercise on his time off. He doesn't practice anything. He doesn't train with his belt. He doesn't do anything. That's exactly what I was going to say. Work. Yeah, he's the same fucking guy who sits in his fucking cop car, eating his fucking KFC and donuts, and drinking his fucking latte. Just, I mean, why do you think he was fucking running speeding tickets? Because he's a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> hey, uh, Lindsay, this is uh, uh, thank you, Caleb. Hold on, we're getting back. Uh, I'm nervous to do a whole fast. Totally, it, it, I, I, it took me a year every Sunday before I stopped being nervous. Now I don't get nervous anymore. Here's the deal, man. Um. Just do your fucking best. I know it's so scary at the first one, but if you can just pick a day that you can go to bed early, wake up in the morning, um, don't eat, and then and then just try to go to bed early. And then that next day when you wake up, you'll be like, holy shit, I did it. That's how I used to always do it. Just try to, to like I would try like it's Sunday, so I'd try to go to bed like at eight if I could. Treat yourself to something you would never let yourself normally do. Like it, like like I don't watch ever watch TV when I'm in bed. But if I was scared to fast, I would let my I would turn on the TV and watch TV in bed and watch a movie from like seven to nine if you can't, and then just go to bed. And you can do all sorts of weird shit that like like uh, boil, drink hot water, you know, uh, squeeze a little lemon in there or some shit, tiny bit. You'll do it. I'm stoked for you that you're even thinking about it. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, uh, uh, it's fucking nuts. We we should keep playing that video, but like, don't, like that cops just being like, of course we, you know why we're flashing? We're trying to warn our fellow man so they don't get a ticket. At the end, you get the same result. People slowing down. Why are you being an asshole to this guy? He's just trying to prevent people from getting a ticket. He's so obviously a nice guy, right? Doesn't that guy in the car seem like the coolest dude ever? What a waste of time, too. Like, yeah. How does that end? I forget how that ends. I forget they how take that him ends. away, right? I forget how that ends. Place your hands behind your back for me. Are you serious? Just place your hands behind your back for me. Oh, man. I'm not your brother. That was pretty stupid. Yeah. Fucking Howard. I'm not your brother.
please, if you're a cop, please just, please just crack jokes with people. Let like you're, you're like black people. Now we need you more than ever to fucking lighten the mood. We need, I, I, I know you, that you've been, uh, uh, um, unfairly attacked on so many dear black people and cops. I know you've been so unfairly attacked in so many ways. And I know that you guys deserve a fucking huge hug for all that you've been through. But it, the truth is, is that we can't stop and hug you right now because we need you more than ever. Dear black people and, and, and gay people and fat people, we need all of you who are claiming the victim. We need you guys to step up more than ever right now and like just really fucking lean into it. Please don't play the victim. We need you so badly right now in fucking society. It's like, like we need you so fucking bad. Like that cop should have been like, dude, you're fucking up my gig. You know, I got a quota bitch and been like, Hey, you good? And he's like, yeah, he's like, please don't do that. And the guy, they'd be like, okay. And be like, I love you brother. Have a good day. Cop shouldn't even pull them over. It's a huge waste of fucking time. Yeah. You got upset because, because the way he's having people slow down, isn't the way that you're making people slow down. Yeah. You already said at the end result, people are slowing down. Uh, uh, one makes money for the city. One doesn't. What, where's the argument there? The end result is the same. Crazy. Such an asshole. And, yeah. and the thing is, too, is I know cops deal with so many fucking assholes, but that guy was not an asshole. It's the job, dude. You don't show up to fucking clean out pig stalls and go, man, I'm really upset because I got to shovel a lot of shit. It smells today in here. <laughs> dude, when I went to the Alameda County Sheriff, this was probably like six years ago, and I had a conversation with them about doing the wellness program that I do with the firefighters into it. These guys are standing there. And first off, I was the CrossFit guy. So nobody even wanted to talk to me right off the bat, which was ironic, right? They were already like, yeah, we know you're going to make us do burpees and like hold the timer. Like that was the <laughs> biggest deal. And so I'm like, no. And I was explaining that, you know, the benefits of it, blah, blah, blah. Don't need to get into it with our audience here. But as I'm explaining it to it, and I could sell CrossFit like a motherfucker. I could yeah, sell it really well. And uh, he looked at me and he goes, actually... I'm really glad you came by because you have changed my perception on what I thought it was. And he goes, but here's the truth. We can't do it because of the liability issue. And I looked at him and I said, you carry a gun for your job. <laughs> like that's part, that's like, great. like you're like, that's check. Yeah, comeback. I got my gun. And you're worried about the liability issue for safely doing back squats. So your hips don't hurt because of the belt you're carrying and getting in and out of your car. But your, your issue is, is that some, somebody might accidentally get hurt during that. It's it, it made zero sense. By the way, I never got the job with them, but crazy, just a liability crazy. Issue. I, the, liability. Uh, the department that my wife works for is very good about allowing people, like giving people time to work out. They get, every station is outfitted with some sort of like I guess it's like a squat rack and barbells and dumbbells and shit like that. And the biggest part is that the guy I don't know if it's called a the the chief or the fire captain, like the guy, the head of the fire department, well, all of them, he's a big CrossFitter. And so is his like next in line. So both of those guys are just, there's always, they're always at the gym that we used to go to. They're always like working out. They're checking in on everybody, make sure that they're training, seeing how everything is. And that's like the biggest proponent is that they believe in some sort of physical fitness and they're going to get them the budget to be able to train and to like, and start like set a standard for everybody that they need to pass so that they can fucking save the city, dude. Like, yeah, it starts to save the city. 
like there, the other day, uh, my wife had a patient that was 500 pounds and they had to like multiple people had to help lift this individual out of their bed to get them out so that they could fucking take them to the hospital. And your yeah. wife's a firefighter. Yeah. It's like you, you, you can't just have people <laughs> who never lift weights, try to pick up a 500 pound person. Yep. And that's when a lot of them get hurt. They were lucky she was in the bed because usually they're in the weird position, like on the side of the bed and you got to get between the wall and the bed and the dresser or they're in the bathroom and they got to deal with like the toilet and in the door and all that stuff. Exactly. And a lot of the, uh, when I first started working with a lot of the firefighters, they go, Oh no, I can't do that. My back. And I would bring up that scenario. Well, Hey, what happens when this, they go, Oh, I just deal with it. Adrenaline will kick in or you'll just kind of like manage it. And then my back will be hurt for three days. And I said, wouldn't a better approach be strip everything down on your deadlift, retool it from the very get go, learn your foundation again and build a hedge against being hurt because you're properly lifting. And then a lot of them think about it and they go, yeah, well, these guys, they're always putting, you know, 315 or these. And I said, yeah, yeah, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I just said, strip the bar yeah. down to 95 pounds yeah. and, and work it perfectly. And they're like, okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You're like, what the hell? Um, uh, Lindsay York, I just don't want to get to the end and freak out, pick out and fuck myself worse. Yeah, I, I've done that before, by the way, many times. Get to the end and just just pig out you know what you could do is you can put your first meal in a paper bag so you could take an apple chop it up into slices and then and maybe a piece of chicken and then tell yourself okay this is all i can eat when i break my fast and then i can eat whatever i want four hours after that like start just just treating yourself like a robot i would do stuff like that and then slowly start building some uh good habits uh three uh forty uh, two. I'm gonna skip 3:43. Oh, look, I got the vajankle in there at, at 3:41. Uh, <laughs> the vajankle's back. Uh, 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 3:42. Uh, this. So this is going back to the school thing. By the way, I it, those of you that put use the public school system, your kids will believe this. Your kids will – this is what your kids are taught in the public school system. I, ha, I have a friend who sent his son to Stanford, and it, and it, it, it completely – and Stanford's a pretty conservative school, completely ruined him. The, the kid is so fucked up now. He got indoctrinated there. It's crazy. Action. Not all students who menstruate are female. Um, we need to make sure that all students have access to these products. Um, there are obviously less um, non-female menstruating students, and therefore their usage will be much lower. And that was actually um, calculated into the cost of this um, and how much we decided to fund it. And so we, we do not expect that the non-female menstruating students will use um, these products as much as the, the students using female bathrooms, but it's important to have them there. Um, and that brings me to the, just the social emotional reasons for that. Um, these students who are not female, who menstruate um, face a greater stigma and barrier um, to asking for these products. And so providing them in an easily accessible place um, in all student bathrooms is particularly important for those students. Um, second, not all students who menstruate are female. I, I don't even know what we just listened to. I don't that's even know. A, that's that a is. school district. That's a school, school district required I, to provide access to menstrual products for students. Listen, if, if you love, have a, if you need to go to the bathroom that matches your uh, the genitalia you're born with, and you will get the supplies you need. But you have to know that this is what you you send your kids to school, 
and this is what you're sending them to. But but I raised them good, Sevon. Don't parent shame. Blah, blah, blah. We're doing our – I get you. I love you, Jody, by the way. I love you, Jody. You know I love you, Jody. But I, I'm just saying. I, I mean, she's not wrong, though. She said uh, non-female menstruating students will use the products less. Yeah, they're not going to use them at all because they're not meant for them, nor do they need them. So technically, she's not wrong. What she's what doing she though, a, you, I know you're now. joking, but you know what she's doing. The, the, these are the same. These people think that if you're a dude that wants to be called a girl, that that makes you a girl, or if you're a girl that wants to be called a dude, that makes you a dude. And it's just a lie. It's and, and like once again, it's a lie to a point where like you're gonna provide them tan. Where, where are they? Gonna it doesn't put even it fucking exactly. make sense. What are they gonna do with that? Uh, Jessica Valenzuela, an ex coworker, hurt his shoulder picking up a hundred pound, five foot one woman. It was pathetic. I gave him so much shit that maybe if he worked out, he wouldn't hurt himself. That's what you have to do. You have to shame them. Shame them. <laughs> shame. And either they'll quit or they'll actually fix their shit. When I had Hobart on, we had this discussion about shaming people. I, I guess I don't really understand what shame is, but I'm okay with a little bit of shame. I'm, I'm definitely okay with feeling shame. I should be ashamed. If I'm going through the drive-thru at Burger King, I should be ashamed. I should be looking around making sure no one sees me. Keeps you in well, check. That's not healthy, Savant. No, actually it is. It is. It's, 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 it's actually – it's a really good – it's the same reason why what's-her-name is afraid to fast for a day. You should be a little afraid the first time you're fast. You're going against your body wants food and you're going to tell it no. Yeah, it's scary. I get it. You feel like a you should feel like a dumb shit uh, after you eat ice cream and go back in line and get another ice cream. You should be ashamed of yourself getting up in the middle of the night and eating a bag of uh, of of licorice. I don't know if you should be ashamed, but you should definitely if you don't feel shame, you should be like something's wrong. And there's nuances to it. You could provide right. a little bit of accountability, which some people would view as shaming. And then you could also supply them with the tools. But I completely agree with what Caleb is saying because those communities have to protect their own culture. So you go talk wait, to – Wait, wait, wait. You lost me. What, 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 how did you jump to what Caleb said? What? Because what? he was saying like those people need to be shamed. And I was saying, yeah, that's the oh. community protecting its own culture. So if you, right. go, to, you go talk to Dave, right? Hey, Dave, how many of your uh, tip of the spear dev group guys – fucking didn't work out and were out of shape and couldn't right. handle it. Are were they, were, you guys were cool with that, right? You're going to let them come and, and, and do a workup with you and, and, and go travel and, and do some jobs. No, they could kick the fuck out immediately. Right. You had worked out in the last three days. You're useless to us because right. your cardiovascular has taken a certain percentage of a dip and that's unacceptable within this community. Right. And so to Caleb's point, if more, departments were like that and also provided help right it's not just about bashing people but but keeping them accountable you would have a much much better result that's actually what our like nutrition reset at the gym is everybody's in teams and we put up these big posters pu publicly in the front room of the gym when you walk in so even you Savon or caleb could come halfway around the world and look at it and go oh team so-and-so this person's the weak link they haven't done any of their stuff it's right oh. there you don't even need to be part of the challenge oh. you can understand what's happening oh. you could just look at the thing and say these people don't have marks why don't they have marks oh they weren't doing their stuff why aren't you guys doing your stuff look how much it's bringing down your team publicly i as much as i shit on people who aren't doing these things i'm also giving them the tools right i'm trying i'm trying to teach them hey this is how you come work out with me yeah, right. I'm, I'm not like the best person to work out with, but if you want to work out with me, you are more than welcome to do it. 
Yeah, same with me. But I, I send them to my – if I see anyone or if I, I talk to people about it all the time and it's like, hey, come work out in my garage. I will give them the tools. Yeah. I'll point them in a direction, whatever it is. But don't like – I'm going to shit on you. That's just how yeah. it is. You're not asking them to do more than you are. You're doing exactly. it. I see all the videos and you're keeping consistent with it. So it's not like you're sitting there from your throne telling people to do stuff you're not willing to do. You're basically saying, exactly. hey, come do this with me. I will always do my best to lead from the front in any capacity. That I'm never going to tell you something. I'm not going to tell you what I'm not going to do myself. If you're going uh, Jessica- to I'm going to fuck him off the floors. Jessica Valenzuela, I'm such an asshole with the men I work with, but I do it just to get them off their asses and make them move. You can't be out of shape being a first responder. Get on you, Jessica. How about a pound of macadamia nuts? Yeah, I feel horrible when I do that. Here's the thing, though. You know what I really feel bad about when I do that? I've been with my wife forever, and like I, I just feel I, I almost feel worse than eating a pound of macadamia nuts in, at, at ten o'clock at night. Even though I've stopped, I've stopped eating after six p.m., which is awesome. But um, I I feel bad when I eat like something like all the macadamia nuts because then I know my my wife probably wants one. My wife probably eats like three macadamia nuts a day, but I just ate them all. 400 of them <laughs> she's never said anything to me said anything to me but i always feel like it just fucking destroyed the batch uh shaming men I, I work with my favorite pastime yeah it's fine it's like you know it, what it kind of does both times uh in the last year when someone called me fat at the beach it it was actually a stress relief i was like well we got that out of the way <laughs> i'm free God, I love getting caught for shit that I'm. To fu- I do remember being young and lying to this girl that I was. I was, it was with other girls, and I, and I, and I was lying to this other girl, and this, then she found out. Like she read my text or something like that. I can't remember how she found out, and she confronted me on it, and I was like, "Oh," she's like, "What are you all happy about?" I'm like, "I'm so tired of lying to you." <laughs> oh, so much better now. Well, I'm fucking pissed. I go, I know that part sucks, but I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're like can we just get over this i've been dealing with this for months oh, now I yeah so glad. oh i'm <laughs> so sorry you gotta, i'm so glad it's on you now fuck <laughs> all right i'm taking my car to the toyota shield dealership thanks for hanging with me this morning guys we went all over the place today we did good i feel a little out of sorts i slept great i just didn't sleep enough mm. Hey, Caleb uh, pulled his weight though today. He 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 like and my weight. He's we touched like, on topics right. he was passionate about. I liked it. He's like all right, if someone's gonna be a pussy today, I'll step up my. I like I like it. Yeah, my verbage. Yeah, you guys need to subscribe if you want to hear Caleb keep uh, put putting in his opinion here. Right, if you don't hit the like button yes. right now and you don't subscribe, he won't do it anymore. And you guys know you want it, so do it. Now. Oh. So here's the thing. I got a here's the problem. I got a new chair. I got two new chairs and I started assembling them, but I don't have a table. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But yeah. So I, I don't know for sure if Dave's coming at noon, but I do think uh, he is coming today. At some point, we're going to do a show. We're just we'll going to hang out. Moving, we'll just keep moving the show, too. It's not like it. Okay. You guys will know, right? You'll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening, and we'll kick it down. And so my out. workout today is I'm taking the car to the Toyota dealership, and then I'm going to, it's like a two mile walk home, and I'm going to walk home with a weight vest on and um, only 16 pounds, Caleb. And, um, and then I'll, and then b- by the time I get back here, I'll start like fixing the office, office, the office to see what it, uh, what I can do to have Dave in here again. I would love it if I could get Dave. What if I could get Dave in here every couple weeks 
and we do a show like with someone else and I could yeah. use all of his connections to grow the show. That's He's got crazy connections. That's the plan. All right. You guys uh, send lots of love to Dave. Go over to his Instagram. Tell him you're excited. <laughs> All right. Uh, and C- Caleb, you are um, very close to, to, to your couple days from making the journey home. Uh, allegedly. We'll see. All right. Uh, guys, uh, get Greg on very soon, too. You know what? The, I, I, Greg told me, actually, that he was going to come on uh, Monday, last last Monday. No, Friday. I don't know. A couple days ago. But uh, he lost his voice, and I was hanging out with him, and, and so that was a pretty good excuse. I do a show with Dave and Ryan Fisher. I saw that. I, I like that. Let's see. We could take him uh, down memory lane when Dave made him apologize because he recently made a video about that, and Dave reposted it on his Instagram. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, we'll ask Dave about that. Uh, Victor, yeah. Victor, hi. Oh, we got a caller. Victor. Savvy, what's up, pal? What's up, brother? How you doing? I like Susan, I up, like your Caleb, voice and up, I like bro? it that you call me Seth. We're off to a good start. <laughs> and you guys are the best. Hey, I put a comment in there. You know what? I don't know if Hill has all one, but an idea I want to throw out there. Seven Podcast should sponsor Caleb's L one when he gets back. I will contribute. You Caleb, you don't have your L one. You don't have your level one, Caleb. Um, it expired a few years back. But uh, oh, yeah. Do you want to take it. another one? Sure, I'll take it. All Take right, Victor, that's a good idea. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Hey, I'll ask Dave if he I'll, I'll ask I'll, Dave if he can hook it up for Caleb today on the yeah, air. That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. But I'm yes. throwing it out there. You got my number. You got my number. Let me know. 300 on me. You will you 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 twist someone, you're gonna twist someone's arm if we don't get him an L one. Is that what you're gonna do, Victor? You're gonna twist someone's uh, arm? Like, I'll make a trip down in California. Yeah, you're gonna make me put your wrist behind your back, you know. And then we might drive, we might drive down and wherever Sevy. Yep, that's right. Yeah, I got a bar so I got a bar soap and a sock, uh, Sevy. And uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a tool. It's a tool. I don't want to use it on you, Sevy. You're a little old man, but gotta got to do what, you do what do. I got to do. <laughs> I heard you're pouring some concrete in your backyard. I got to drop off a couple things. All right, all right. I'll see you around <laughs> noon. Be here. It'll be it'll be dry by one. Be here by noon, Victor. Take it easy, guys. Okay, I love you. Yeah, Bring, the the Bring the salami. Bring the salami. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, what's this? Daniel Garrity. Uh, was Dave making fun of Fisher in the post or supporting him? You can never. I was just gonna say that you can never tell with Dave. Yeah, who the fuck knows, right, Daniel? I know. He said it's definitely not support. Did you see when uh, CF oh, Media did? posted it? Yeah, he like posted it, and then see Jason CF Media like reposted what Dave did. He said uh, official approval. Maybe he didn't say official approval, but he said like approval by TDC or whatever. I can't remember the post. And then Dave reposted that one, and he was like, "Just for the record, I'm not approving any posts. I'm just reposting them." <laughs> I was like, Damn. <laughs> "Shit on you." That happened to me with Greg one time on Twitter. Greg tweeted something about. Um, the NSCA case, and I tweeted back like, "Yeah, like those uh, professors that wrote it, blah blah." And Greg fucked me up. I like, I thought I was like doing him a solid, like, "Yeah, this is gonna be good. He's gonna agree with it." And he was yeah. like, "And he started by being by saying like, Matthew, you've completely missed the point." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Hey, so you know what I did though? I what? cut out the first part when he bashed me, and I took the second part, I screenshotted it, and I reposted it on my Instagram on a different platform. Yeah, acted yeah. like we had the back and forth. I just cut out the part where he bashed me. Well <laughs> he played. Bash me. He didn't bash me, but set me right. He where he set me right. 
I remember when Dave said, uh, when I was filming the behind the scenes, when that happened with Ryan Fisher, mm. uh, then I had Ryan Fisher on the pod. I hadn't spoke to her. And then, and then the next year I wanted to do like, a include Ryan in the behind the scenes and he didn't want anything to do with me. And then I, and then I eventually had him on the podcast and I really, I, I was really actually impressed by him. I think he's actually a very interesting guy. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then I had lunch with him in Newport and a couple, uh, I don't know, a month ago, two weeks ago. And I really enjoyed him. Brian used to be on the show for shit like that. He was on all of them. Yeah. The what happened? What happened to us? He just didn't want to do like what I thought he was going to be now that. Yeah. What happened? He, we just, we just went 10, our separate in, ways. He got 10,000 Instagram followers. Okay. That's fair. He's <laughs> <laughs> big time, big time now. He just basically went down his own, like now he's in his, he found his niche. Yeah. He's crushing he's, it at competitions and writing yeah, and everything he found else. His niche. He's not yeah. going to be on the shows with like the, the health guys or like, he doesn't want to hear about Corey uh, losing his virginity. And I think his time is just way more strapped now than it was back then. You know, with the we don't pay so has, good. We don't pay so good. The hours are crazy. And the pay is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Josh Saunders, uh, the, a great fucking show. Safe travels, Beaver. All right. And what about me? I have to walk home, and there's no sidewalk. Oh shit! Safe, safe travels, Sevon. Please be careful. Safe Thank travels, you. dude. Thank you. All right, guys. Bye bye. <laughs>